What a first hour that was. Quite left field. I thought, I'm, I'm sure you guys were expecting more fireworks from the current public protector, albeit suspended. And she just literally went merrily down a very comfortable road path and a very important one as well, as well, all talking to women empowerment and matters incidental to some of the industries where certainly women are not in the kinds of numbers that certainly should and can, and some of the systemic problems that stand in the way of that can be addressed. So it was a very enlightening conversation with Umamunkwebana together with Mameri Padi and Zaza Matlangu. So thank you so much to the ladies for that enlightening conversation. And as has been for the first hour, I'm the only male on this platform and nothing changes in the new hour. And now I have the pleasure and honor to welcome a friend of the show who has been here before as a Hashtag Tuesday Takeover guest herself. On that occasion, she was interviewing the one and only PJ Powers. Of course, I'm talking to of and about the very darling Miss Carolyn Stain. Carolyn, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back. Surely it's not going to take another year for you to return on the platform. Surely not. <laughs> Sangeza, thank you so much for having me. And I'm sorry I can't be in the studio, but I'm glad I have some representation there you in do? Bridget and Yahan. You certainly and do. And I believe they came bearing a particular gift. Very Bearing good tidings, yes. You, I have a beautiful blanket which says 67... Mm-hmm. Uhuru Peak, and there's a beautiful heart there, and I certainly know what that means, and best believe I will honor that obligation that you have just established for me. It's, it's, it's going to be my infinite I'm, pleasure I'm to do so. I'm so, so glad. Certainly. But you do come here representing a very important cause. Let, let, let's go back. We can't take for granted, and sure, there can never be enough of this kind of message what inspired the starting of this beautiful, I'm going to call it a movement, together with all the many other accolades and titles it has, but the 67 Blankets movement really is an important social call that you were able to answer. And only you can tell us as to what moved you to go the route that you have. And certainly looking back as to what it has now become and how many people participate in this movement, Carolyn. Mm, it's amazing. Sangeza, really, it started out nearly 10 years ago, shortly after the passing of our beloved Mediba. It was my husband's birthday, Doe, and we were at the lunch table. He'd just come out of the hospital, so it wasn't a large gathering. It was me, my sister, Zelda, Mediba's um, assistant for so many years, and we were talking about Mandela Day, what to do, what to do. And she said, make 67 blankets for Mandela Day 2014. And I thought, that can't be too difficult. (laughs) But it was really lighthearted banter. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the beginnings in my thinking of a movement, as you suggested. Um, And so my sister arrived on Christmas Day with a bag of wool, a crochet hook, reminding me of this pledge. I realized I couldn't do this on my own. And um, I put it onto Facebook at three o'clock in the morning. The first person to respond to my plea for help in making 67 blankets was the lady who's in the studio with you there right now, Bridget van Ola. <laughs> darling Bridget. And, Ola. Darling Bridget. And Ishmael Muhammad, Dr. Ishmael Muhammad in Grumpy Town, um, as Bridget would describe it, um, Grahamstown. He was responding. So that's how it started, (laughs) as a conversation at 3 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, when I woke up the following, well, a few hours later, 
um, that's when I learned about hashtags. Everybody jumping in. Let's do it. Hashtag 67 blankets. Hashtag yes we will. And so it's, it, I was just absolutely gobsmacked by the response. And, you know, ten, almost 10 years later, we've done so much. I always say that 67 Blankets does not sleep. We don't only work on Mandela Day, July 18th. Mm. We work year-round, making every day a Mandela Day, creating blankets with love, with our own two hands, and distributing throughout the year. So we've just done an amazing roadshow. Um, our Exco team went around the country. It's the first time we've done this. You know, every year we do one big event. Sure. For instance, covering the grounds of the union buildings in a sea of thousands of blankets, um, going to a Zondervata Maximum Correctional Center, where we created the, the largest portrait blanket in the world as we kick-started the Mandela Centenary celebrations in 2018 and that was the picture of it was the face of Madiba so enormous that you could only see the 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 visual from the sky and via satellite it was just amazing so this year we decided to to approach our ambassadors and give them them the freedom to do something unique and special in their neck of the woods. So we went to Cape Town, Mossel Bay, Cabeja, Bloemfontein, KZN, White River, the impoverished rural community of Dainke and Pumalanga. And I have to tell you, the work that our ambassadors and our nitwits did um, in the form of art blankets, beautiful, beautiful, creative work. And wherever we went, every exhibition was linked with young talent you know in Mossel Bay we took over the town hall and even the mayor was there Zelda Lachlanti was there as well mm. and there was a young guy um oh, what's his name what's his name I'm going to slap myself now because oh he's Ryan he's 11 year old young boy Ryan Lemon taste with the most unusual honey voice, a voice from the gods. Listen out and watch out for that name, Ryan Lemitase. He's going to go places from Mossel Bay, noch all. And um, so we've been busy. Um, mm. Mandela Month is there are lots of activations. Um, so we're in July now, right? What's the date? Oh. The 4th, Independence the fourth. Day. <laughs> American Independence Day, yes. Correct. Um, so I know that at Eastgate Shopping Center, a lot of the art blankets that were made in White River, many by an artist by the name of Maxi Fulyun, will be on display. JP High School for Girls will be there with their marimbas. It's going to be a celebration. Um, at Danefern Shopping Center, there's the gathering of the 67 Blankets clan as well. In Cape Town, at Long Beach Mall, Nurtuk, also another big celebration for 67 Blankets. It really is the knitting and crochet revolution for Madiba. Well, I'll tell the listeners that when you were here doing the Hashtag Tuesday Takeover, I couldn't for the life of me figure out why you would bring your tools 
and you sat on the very chair that I'm sitting on and you were knitting or crocheting, <laughs> whichever is the one. But Carolyn, in case one might be lost in the beauty of what meets the eye, I think an important message within this very important movement that you started following the passing of Madiba is the fact that there's a lot of destitution in South Africa and winter, that destitution is no more brutal than any other time. There is hunger. People are sleeping under bridges mm. and just unable to generate warmth or heat for themselves to weather the elements. And perhaps you can spend a bit of time to talk about the real impact that 67 Blankets has made in common South African households or to common South Africans whose fortunes might not be those of mine and you. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to say that over the past 10 years, I've gone into areas that I never, ever, I never imagined that I would set foot into, you know, rural, the, 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 the rural, impoverished town mm. of Dainkin Pumalanga, where these people have absolutely nothing um, going into, um, you know, squatter camps and and distributing blankets to the most impoverished um, has been, for me, the hugest eye-opener. You know, we need more people to do more. So we are doing blankets. And I know there are a lot of people doing such good, but, you know, if our government could do more, that would be good too. Um, we all need to come to the, well, it's not really a party, come to the party in, in, in a manner of speaking. Um, but yes, there is. It's, it's um, dire. It's a dire situation, and I, 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 I feel, I feel bruised sure. by what yeah. I see on a daily basis. You I'm going to go to your ambassador sitting next to me just now because, I mean, he represents a cohort of persons who have not only taken your message, but they've also made it theirs and it's part of their lifestyles and they go where the movement takes them in Mr. Johan Foss. But let's just talk about the international impact in the very short 10 years that this has had. I mean, I'm looking at your ambassadors here representing countries like Ireland, the United States, India, the United Kingdom, Guatemala. Um, Bermuda, Kingston-upon-Thames in the UK, and many South Africans and their, their faces just speak to the demographic, um, cosmopolitan nature as a society that we are. So beyond you, this is a movement that is frankly driven by South Africans. Let's now have a conversation as to what lies beyond the today. How do you anticipate the next 10 years will roll out and the kind of social impact 67 blankets will be? Is it even something you can imagine, given the fact that it has grown so quickly in such a short <laughs> space of time? Well, you know, there's always the talk amongst our ex-co about succession. You know, um, I'm of a certain age, I'm told. <laughs> um, 33, you know, 34, what, what is it? Uh, 30, 33. Yes, I thought so. <laughs> and, um, you know, what will happen in 10 years' time, 20 years' time, 30 years' time? So what we've done is we've gone to the schools and encouraged the youth to come on board. And many, many schools have joined 67 Blankets. You know, my school, my alma mater, Jetty Girls, they have created thousands and thousands of blankets, helping us get Guinness World Record after Guinness World Record. And people say, you know, why Guinness World Record? Well, you know, people love to be part of something big. Yeah. And when you're part of something big, 
big things happen. Many more thousands of blankets get made for people less fortunate than ourselves. So, um, you know, we've got our secret scarves coming up. St. Teresa's School in Rosebank. They, I've just seen their posting on Facebook now. Their goal is 300 scarves. And what we do with the scarves is we hang them on trees. So all around South Africa, on Mandela Day, mm-hmm. the 18th of July, um, as you walk down the street and you pass a park, you'll see hundreds of scarves hanging on trees, around lampposts, along railings. Um, so beautiful, bright pockets of color. You know, we need this warmth. We need this, need this love, uh, this giving, this generosity of spirit in our country. Yeah. And attached to each of those beautifully handmade scarves is a love note reading, I am not lost. If you are cold and need me, please take me. Love, 67 blankets, kiss, kiss, kiss. So the schools are very much on board with the Secret Scarves campaign this year in a much bigger way than ever before. I think it's because it's an easy thing to do. It's fun. And you can make a scarf in a couple of hours. You know, Johan, who's sitting there in the studio, you can ask him how many scarves he's made. Plenty. Bridget, I'm not sure how many. I think there was like a holy one very holy one. <laughs> Do you want to confirm, but, uh, Bridget? Bridget is here. Um, she's right. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, busy, busy, busy. You know, Bridget is very busy, you know, uh, putting the word out, spreading, spreading the 67 Blankets good news stories. And talking of which, in front, I'm, I'm sitting on my bed and I've got my grubby paws on this book it is glossy, it is glorious, it is picturesque, it is our coffee table book that arrived today. It's called 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day, The Knitting and Crochet Revolution. It's going to be on the shelves in exclusive books in a few weeks' time. We're going to do a wonderful launch at the Saxon Hotel. I do hope you're going to be there some days Oh, I can't spread um, myself too thin. I'll probably be on the mountain, and I hope it is a time when I'm Oh, back. you want to be on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, this is called divide and conquer. Yeah, you're yeah. going to conquer that mountain, and you're going to spread the word in another area in, the, in this world. Talking about so, spreading the word, I need to give an opportunity in the time that very little of it remains to your hand. But final comments from you, Carolyn. Ten years in the making, 67 blankets. You've touched millions of people across the globe. And I think the final thing that you can really say is just a word out to South Africans who have heeded the call in the smallest possible ways, but who have made the movement what it is right now as we speak. Yes, a real big thank you to every single person who has contributed in whatever way. Um, our nitwits from Adiba, our ambassadors. I have to mention Citibank, who made our roadshow possible. I have to mention Stutterford Van Lines, who have transported thousands and thousands of blankets to and fro across our beautiful land for 10 years in a row, free of charge. So thank you to every single person. We've also got our own wool, our 67 Blankets wool by Kismet, um, which is a game changer because it's really put us on the map. Fantastic. Well, Ms. Carolyn Stain, thank you so much. We certainly do appreciate that. Carry on knitting because I know for a fact that's exactly what it is that you're doing with your grubby paws on your bed right now. Johan Foss.
final comment. You're an ambassador, the impact it has had on your life and how it has allowed you as well to see the other side of South Africa and South Africans' generosity of spirit. One of the things that I think is really amazing about this project is we're not just giving warmth of like a physical blanket. We're giving the warmth from our hearts as well. So the time and effort it takes to make a blanket, it's not a quick thing. Sure. It can be quick depending on how quick you crochet. Yes. But the time and effort you put into it, the love and care you put into it, and then you share it with someone else, someone that you might never meet, likely you would never meet. And what I think also makes it really special is the community. Community, it's, yeah. It's not a, I'm doing good for someone on that side. It's the good inside as well, the knitting groups that form, lonely people that make new friends and have their knitting circles on a Tuesday afternoon, yeah, sure. drinking their tea and crocheting, grannies in old age homes, kids in schools, bringing people together. Like Karen always likes to say about the knitting people's lives together, knitting and crocheting people's lives knitting together. Knitting and crocheting together. So, well. Yeah, I think in two words, I can summarize everything that both you and Carolyn have said in two words, quite literally warmth and love. So thank you so much to the team from 67 Blankets. It is Mandela Month and expect certainly more from this platform and many others in, in recognition of the spirit and the legacy and what we as South Africans have as a responsibility. He did say it is in your hands. And well, we're going to spend some time this month of July engaging what it is that we are doing with our hands for others who might not be able to use their hands. The time is 21.33. Two more conversations. Out with Carolyn, out with Johan, and in very shortly with a very special guest, Dr. Gabrielle Nell, youngest South African and medical doctor to summit Mount Everest. I understand she's dialing in from Australia down under. 21.34 after the break.